Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome, wherever you may be, you have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Kellering, and we're coming to you live, prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by On Fire Processing, where there is no burn, just earn. You know, I just got my first statement from On Fire. We switched over from Heartland. And the reason why I switched over from Heartland is because the last bill I got from Heartland was almost 6%. Yeah, you heard right, 6% of my sales was charged to me for my merchant processing of simply having my customers swipe a credit card. Let me tell you something. If you haven't looked at your statement level, you better do it. And the reason being is because you realize that 1%, yeah, just 1% on let's say 50,000 of swiped cards in a given month, hey, that is 500 bucks back in your pocket. $500 back in your pocket times 12, that's $6,000. What could you do with $6,000? Well, you need to find out right now by picking up the phone, 833-866-3473. That's 833-866-3473. And get with On Fire Processing today so they can help you blacken your bottom line. To contact Business Buzz, you can call us at toll-free, 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-3-NOW-BUZ. Or email us at info at businessbuzz, spelled exactly how it sounds, B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S-B-U-Z-Z.com. To get in touch with me personally, go to my show host webpage, which is businessbuzz.com. Leave me an email or a note or even a voicemail. And hey, you need to get back with me so you can be a guest on this show or just simply get something off your chest about your small business. Well, shout out to our philanthropic charity up there in the wonderful city of Spokane, Washington, Chaplain Joseph Havens, who is a veteran of Vietnam, owns a nonprofit called Whitewater Ministries. And a few months back, he started a move called Cookies to Cops. You got it. Cookies, exactly how it sounds. C-O-K-K-I-E-S-T-O-C-O-P-S. And he's been giving out dozens and dozens and dozens of cookies, starting in Spokane, going over to Seattle, down to Portland, Oregon, and other parts of the globe here on the western part of the United States, given out to your first responders, your men and women in blue. Hey, and guess what? They're pretty busy folks these days. You read the news lately or seen the news lately? You're looking at police getting active again with our cities coming unglued. So listen, you need to get with Cookies to Cops, get with Chaplain Joseph Havens, and find out how you can be a resource in your respective community by not just putting cookies in the hands of your first responders, your men and women in blue, but putting your hand out, shaking their hand, and appreciating the job that they do for you protecting your small business. Well, I'll tell you what, I've got a show today. Boy, I'll tell you, this show has been coming all the way since we launched this show in August because one of the most important words to you as a small business today is access. Yeah, you got it, access to capital. 
And I'll tell you what, I'm going to date myself right now. But Frederick March, who was the star of a movie known as Best Years of Our Lives, played a returning sergeant from World War II. And he actually was a banker before he became a sergeant. And when he got back, the Corn Belt Trust Company put him in charge of the GI loan program to give out loans that were subsidized and administered by local banks. And there's a scene in that movie where a young man walks in and he wants to buy a farm. And of course, the banker looks across the desk and says, hmm, what kind of collateral do you have? Do you have any real estate? Do you have any stocks and bonds? And this young man looked at him and said, no, uh, you know, that's the reason I need the loan is to go buy a farm. If I had resources, I wouldn't be sitting here. And my understanding is the government is going to give us money so we can get back on our feet. And, of course, the banker looked at him and then started asking questions about his family. And what this man said really changed his heart because he said to him, you know, I grew tomatoes and corn for my fellow soldiers during World War II when I had the chance. My whole family's been sharecroppers, and I am a person of the land. And, of course, the banker finally realized it was all about relationship. And he even said you know, when you start growing them tomatoes, I'm going to come out and sample the wares. Well, I'll tell you what, I've got some incredible guests with me this morning who just happened to be in that banking realm. I'm joined today by George Weiss. George has a distinguished, diverse career in business enterprise, public service, and nonprofits. He serves as a board chair of Scottsdale Community Bank, which was just received the valued conditional approval by the FDIC to become Arizona's first new community bank in 12 years. He has also co-owned three minor league baseball teams. Boy, we're going to get along. Is a partner with an NBA star in sports restaurants and is a partner in high-tech startups. George also serves as a government affairs consultant. His honored public service includes serving as a member of the Arizona House of Representatives, where he was judged by his peers as one of the 10 most effective legislators in the state, and serving as Deputy Chief of Staff to the Governor, Senior Assistant to the Mayor of Phoenix, and over 20 years as a special agent in organized crime intelligence for four attorney generals, receiving several commendations. George has served on the board of numerous charitable civic organizations, received various awards for community leadership, and he served as chair of the 100 Club, which provides resources to the families of police officers and firefighters who were severely injured or died in the line of duty, chair of Maricopa County Sports Authority and member of the National Council of American Israel Public Affairs Community, Voices for Victims, Foundation for the Handicapped, and others. He's also named as a community hero and given the honor of carrying Olympic torch for two Olympics. Hey, out there, George, welcome to Business Buzz. Oh, thanks, Frank. And, and first, I want to thank you for being a needed voice for small business and the work you do to ensure that voices are heard and acted upon. I thank so you so thank much. you for this opportunity to tell us our tell our story, which really is a story about helping small business. You're making my heart flutter there, George. We're also joined by my incredibly <laughs> background guest, Ernest Garfield. Ernest Garfield is president of Independent Bank Developers, LLC, chairman of Interstate Bank Developers. He's also the founder of Alliance of Business Banks, the Arizona Financial Institution's 
Task Force for Arizona Legislators, the Financial Services Advisory Council, and Community Bank Advisory Council for Arizona members of Congress. He's the founder and owner of the Internet Businesses U.S. Criminal Records Agency, Criminal Tracker Alert, Email, Pony Express, Justice Depot Foundation Incorporated, and Alliance Outreach. The Phoenix Business Journal recognized him as one of the most influential Arizona business leaders of 2007. In 2009, Ernest received the Sir C.V. Raman Award for Outstanding Contribution to Science. He also received congressional recognition for leadership and dedication to promoting commerce between the U.S. and Asia markets. He served as chair of the Global Venture Funding U.S.-Asia Business Expo as the state and to learn and to earn more interest income during his tenure than it had been earned on all previous state treasurers. As an Arizona state senator from 1967 to 68, he was vice chairman of the Senate Education Committee. Additionally, Mr. Garfield served as an Arizona state senator. He was a member of the Appropriations, Judiciary, and Commerce and Industry Committees while serving as Arizona Corporation Director. Hey, Ernest Garfield, welcome to Business Buzz. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'm particularly pleased to be on here with George and, and Neil. Uh, those are two very great people to have on board. So great to have you, Ernest. So great to have a veteran who served this nation so valiantly as well. Hey, George and Ernest, the title of the show today is Access to Capital. You saw how I prefaced it with somebody who needed money who didn't qualify. And yet what you're doing is you're forming a brand spanking new community bank that's going to serve the small interests of small businesses. Tell us all about it, guys. Well, that's, that's exactly right, and, and thank you for that. Uh, we have designed something that will change the face of business banking in Arizona. Now, this is a bank that will combine the newest fintech technology with true relationship banking, exactly what you talked about, Frank. This is a bank where every client and investor will have the cell phone numbers of our president and board chair. We'll be doing house calls to businesses so you never have to step foot into our office. But if you do, there'll be coffee and refreshments waiting along with a bank officer to greet you. This is a bank that will have no lines and will be able to pull together loan committees in 48 hours, exactly what small businesses need. So it's a tremendous opportunity but it's also designed to be a win-win for both our investors and the community. In fact, our motto is doing well for our investors by doing good for the community. And after COVID, the community needs us now more than ever. So we're very excited about what we've put together. Um, we're just completing our capital raise, which as you know, Frank, it's a rare opportunity to invest in the ground floor of a new bank. So as soon as we complete that, we hope to open our doors this summer. You know, George, it's amazing to me that you guys are taking this tack because, of course, right now, EIDL, 3PP loans, the governor's failed program here in California of a California relief grant that wasn't even legislatively approved before he put it out, and 350,000 small businesses applied for something. They're all standing in line. Ernie, you've got a tremendous background in banking, okay? You also have a tremendous background in politics. What the Sam Hill's going on here, Ernie, with small business and capital basically all over the place? Confusion. That's not a good word, Ernie. <laughs> I know it's not. And we're going to unconfuse it. And that's why I'm pleased to have George as the first bank that we've started in quite a while in, uh, in Arizona. Uh, they understand the business. We've trained them. Uh, they've trained themselves. And uh, we're going to do things that nobody else has done in Arizona and in other parts of the country. As a matter of fact, I'm working on 
a number of military banks right now across the nation. And um, uh, I've got uh, one that we're starting in um, uh, Congressman uh, uh, Dave Slyker's district. And uh, I've got people on that board here in Arizona that are from Florida. You know, they distance doesn't matter with the Zoom anymore. So uh, we can switch them around to wherever they need to be. And on that particular one, I've got uh, Barry Goldwater's uh, uh, junior, uh, uh, senior, uh, junior, who spent uh, 14 years in Congress in, uh, in uh, uh, California. And uh, his father was a U.S. Senator here in Arizona. And he decided to resign and run for president. And at the same time, I ran for office and we both lost. And then two years later, he came back and got reelected to the state, to the U.S. Senate. And I got elected to the state Senate in Arizona. So uh, who knows how it works out. You know, Ernest, you mentioned a word called board. Okay. I remember when I was with World Vision and I headed up a move of nonprofit World Vision here in Orange County for four years that I was trained up in Federal Way, Washington by World Vision to understand that the battle is usually with the boards. I don't think that's uncommon in the banking industry. You guys seem to be forming a board here that is not only, you know, abreast as far as with gifts and talent, but with listening ears. Am I off base with that one, gentlemen? Oh, no. You, you, you hit it exactly right. I mean, we are, our board is outstanding. I am honored to serve as chair of this outstanding board, which includes people who have owned and partnered in small business, both large business, medium business, small business, 225 years of banking experience as well. But you need to have the combination of people who understand what it's like to apply for a loan, to start a business. Uh, we are specializing in small business, family businesses, which need so much help, family offices, tech startups, and nonprofits. I mean, we're the people that we hope business people come to and say, you know, I want to own my own building. I need a loan to do that, a commercial real estate. That's the kind of things we're doing. One of our board members has written four books on family businesses. She travels around speaking on family businesses. Another on the large side was a trustee for the Disney Trust. So we've got a combination and expertise of people who've been involved in business, understand family businesses, which are so underserved, not just in Arizona, but California and everywhere else, Frank. And there's such a need. And you touched on the PPP. As it turns out, the community banks, community banks are those locally owned, locally managed, where you can pick up the phone and not go through five menus, punching in numbers, trying to talk to a human being. Community banks are there to have that relationships. And that's what's going on now. And those are the ones that have done the best on getting PPP loans out to its clients. You know, before we go to break here, guys, I own a small business. If you go to, you know, my website, my show host website, you will see a link to Allure Metastetics Incorporated. I own a medical aesthetics practice here in Orlando. Okay. Been in business since 2013 with my lovely wife. No more person more gifted and talented than my wife in beautifying women and men. But let me tell you something. We ran into a roadblock called COVID-19, right? We had to shut our operation down for three months beginning last March. Let me tell you something. That puts a real dent in your finances. But we're able to bring our clients back. Nobody ever left us, which was incredible. But guess what? This 3PP loan has been nothing but a nightmare. You know, we've applied through the big major banks, which we've been directed to do. Guess what? 
all we hear is static. Can, can I add something to that? Go ahead, Ernest. First of all, I'm so happy that George is able to explain what he did. And this did not happen by accident. Because when I put the, I've, got, I've done 40 banks. And when we uh, put the first couple together, I had bank directors on there. And I removed them because they were running the show. And then I was forced by the regulators to put bank directors. So I put two on every board and I put a third one just in case one runs off or dies or gets shot or something. And, and we use them in a different manner to train the board. And we don't even let the board hire the president until the board is complete. Wow, that's amazing. Guys, yep. I hate to do it to you, but we're going to take a quick break here. It's been absolutely robust copy in the first half. We're going to pick it up in the second half, that's for sure. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Hellring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by millionairemindset.life forward slash debt to wealth. Boy, I know that's a lot to get out of my mouth, so you need to go to voiceamerica.com and go to the rectangular box, type in B-I-Z-Z, drop down menu, take me to my show host webpage, and I've got this incredible incredible company called MillionaireMindset.life forward slash debt to wealth up on one of my bulletin advertising banners. And you need to get with them today because they're going to show you how to take you out of debt. Anything from your mortgage all the way down to your student loans and everything in between, they've got a proprietary software program that's going to take you there. Hey, listen, we're going to be right back in two and two, and we're going to be talking it up with George and Ernie and a brand new guest is going to be joining us in the second half. And we're going to be bringing you back with more buzz for your business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T. TIP.com. Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, On Fire. That's 833-866-3473. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. 
Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, you're back live on Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring. We've been mixing it up the first half. We're talking about access to capital today for small businesses. I've been talking to George Weiss and Ernest Garfield, two incredibly gifted bankers. But now we're joined by Mr. Neil LaCorn, who's currently the president and chief executive officer of Scottsdale Community Bank. Neil has over 36 years of experience in the financial services industry, including 11 years as president and director of a multi-bank holding company in the state of Florida, compromising a lead bank in South Florida and a de novo bank in South Carolina. Four years as manager of a corporate banking team as a super regional bank, 15 years serving financial institutions as director of business development and marketing for the federal home loan banks of Atlanta and Seattle, and two years as a, as at a fintech company. Wow. And a multi-bank holding company, Neil led the day-to-day operations of the lead community bank and oversaw the chartering, strategic planning, and execution of an ongoing business plan and budget for the DeNovo Bank. At the Federal Home Loan Bank, Neil developed a consultative business approach to institutions, working with more than 250 banks across the Southeast and Pacific Northwest. Neil brings working knowledge of the banking industry and strategies to enhance financial institution earnings, efficiency, and shareholder value. Hey, Neil LaCorn, welcome to Business Buzz. Thank you, Frank. Great to be here. So great to have you with us, Neil. Let me tell you something. You're not a board member like uh, Hunter Biden with no qualifications. You know what I mean? Uh, Listen, Neil... Small business out there, and we talked about it in the first half, are experiencing non-access to capital. How can you address that as the new CEO of Scottsdale? Yeah, let me, let me just kind of start by pulling back the curtain. If you, if you go back a couple of decades, the banking industry has all been about location um, and having borrowers and small business owners walk into the banking lobby and, and be served um, after walking down those lines to get to somebody or speak to somebody. Uh, with, with the change in, in technology that's gone on specifically over the last two to three years, the whole banking industry has been turned on its head. And so literally, Frank, what you've got is these more uh, traditional um, heavy burden on, on people and resources kind of banks um, full of legacy software platforms that really put the burden on the small business owner to initiate the conversations and, and initiate the request for loans. And, and then in response for that, the, these business owners are literally sitting for four to six weeks on the sideline, waiting for some indication from the banker that their loan is gonna be approved. And, and 
running a, a business operation where, where you don't have not only the immediate access to capital, but you don't know where you stand, um, makes it incredibly difficult to operate a business. Where, where we sit, which is kind of on the leading edge of the banking sector, is we're using technology to, to basically change the whole game plan, uh, change the way our clients do business with us. All of our banking will be done on-site primarily, where we, we as, a, as a, a newer bank go out and serve the client in their office. And so we're, we're just an example of how the industry is moving to satisfy the needs of the small business owner who's looking for speed, they're looking for responsiveness, and, and they're looking for that relationship you mentioned. They're, look, they're looking for that, you know, how are you going to help me? Be consultative with me. Um, don't, don't put obstacles or barriers in my way. Um, help, help me operate a successful business. Um, when, when you look at a, a traditional bank and, and their process of making a long frank, they can take 35 hours and over $2,000 worth of labor expense to make that loan. So you can imagine if you're making a small $50,000 loan, you know, you, you can eat away your profit by, by just the time it takes you to make that loan. So, so where I think the industry is, is moving to for the benefit of the small business owner is, is moving with technology to serve that client, give them an immediate access to capital, a much speedier response. And, and if there's a declination, as a business owner, you just want to know we can't do the deal. And then you want to know, can we do the deal some other way? So the, the, the evolution of technology is changing our industry uh, dramatically at such a rapid pace that even banks that may have started 10 or 15 years ago are working with legacy software platforms that just are not efficient and effective enough for those small business owners. So I think just that as a starting point may kind of pull the curtain back as to why, why these small business owners are making so little headway sometimes in, in getting a very basic C&I loan. You know, Neil, being a small business owner, I heard you right, right? You're going to come see me? Yeah. yeah the, the, the technology evolution that's gone on the last two years has literally made banking uh, anywhere as a concept, meaning we go to our client. If the client's got a, a signature card that needs to be revised because they've changed the CFO, you don't need the client to be wandering down to your banking lobby, get in line, and try and see somebody who can change that, that resolution uh, or, or signature card. So, yes, that, that is the way the industry is going and if you look at the players in the industry today, you know, the big banks, I think you, you, you kind of mentioned, um, they, they are more transactional in how they operate. They're a much bigger monster, if you want to call it, as far as size and scope and, and structure. And, and yet they control about 87% of the small business loans that have been made just prior to COVID. So the, 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 small business loan that you really need today, that market share has been driven and owned by the biggest banks. And I think for the community banks, the community banks have got to, through technology and, and more kind of banking anywhere, reverse that um, scale to a point where the small local business owner who's on Main Street or in the local community literally calls first the small community bank and not the big bank that's doing mass mailings 
to try and get their attention. You know, Neil, recently I had a situation where we actually got paid cash for a procedure in, in the, in the uh, practice and I had to go, you know, the bank to make the deposit, right? And I walked Good into Chase. I walked, yeah, right. I walked into Chase, right? Everything and everywhere I looked was digital with a bunch of people walking around, you know, in, in desks. And she walked up, she said, can I help you? And I said, yeah. I said, I need, I need to put this $500 in the bank. She said, well, you can't do that here. I said, what do you mean I can't do that here? She said, well, we have no means to do that. I said, well, where do you have the means to do that? She gets on her computer and says, oh, uh, you need to drive over to Rancho Santa Margarita, which is 20 miles away from where we were standing. And I said, you got to be kidding me. I'm going to have to drive 20 miles to put $500 in the bank. Listen, when you talk about personal listen, this is music to my ears and it's going to be music to the ears of small business because let me tell you something. How in the world can you understand what I do if you don't get in my world? Yeah, and, and again, when you, when you get back to the, the delivery of products and services, you're, you're trying to bring digital banking to the client that can use that effectively and seamlessly in their business. But you've still got certain aspects of banking that require that very high touch. You need that relationship touch. You need the consultative approach uh, to, to help be a guiding hand for that small business owners, because we're, we're in partnership with small business owners. If you look at the profitability of a small business client, where they might have a commercial loan that produces income for the bank, that, that relationship also provides operating accounts and balances which help fund the loans. And, and there's a significant funding advantage for a bank to have those small business clients uh, bank with them. And I, I don't think the, the small business owners um, really understand that, nor do the bankers tell them how important they are. Um, and I think that's part of that as a leverage game. Let me ask you a question. How do you three guys, who's going to show up at my front door? <laughs> we <all know. laughs> would, that, would that be Neil? Would that be George or Ernie? Would you get out there? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's your choice. We'll all be doing it, you know, and that's the great thing about, uh, you know, having a community bank is you are all involved. You know your community. You already know the people that you're helping. Um, you know, you really have a bank operating the way every bank in America should be operating. That's amazing. That? Go ahead, Neil. Yeah. No, it's Ernie. Oh, I thought- oh, I'm sorry, Ernie. Go ahead. Yeah. First of all, Please note that Neil was not hired until the bank knew what the heck they were doing for a living. Okay? And that's why they're why he is absolutely perfect for this uh, case. Secondly, um, that's a small business calling in, Ernie. Go ahead. No, no my wife can handle it. <laughs> it. It rings all the time. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> but uh, the other thing we're doing. And uh, the, the board hasn't really decided this on this yet, but I'm trying to convince them that there is one way to bring people to the table directly. And, and the business columns, the Phoenix Business Journal, has several thousand people that they address. And their names and their address are on here. And all you've got to do is get a couple hundred of those people to come to the table with you. And uh, it's not that hard to do. No, sir, it's not. It's called relationship, you know. I've said many times times on this show that, you know, small business is really a component component type of an approach, guys, okay? First of all, you got to have a vision, right? 
That's called a business plan. Now, sometimes business plans are written on the back of a napkin, right? Having coffee, you know, with somebody at a Denny's, you know, but, and I had that happen so many times, but that's the A of business. You got to have a vision. You got to have a reason why you want to not be an employee and be an employer, right? Because that's the burning desire. The C of it, though, is the ultimate end goal, right? Where are you going to take this business? What's your, what's your business plan? What's your one-year, five-year, 20-year business plan? Where do you want to end up? But right in the middle of that is the all-important B, and I call that the mechanism, the mechanism. You got to find the bridge to take you from A to C. Would you agree with that, Neil? I, I would. Um, but if I could just add to that, when you're talking about small business owners, Again, a lot of people don't understand how many small businesses there are in America and how important a role they play in our economy. So you're looking at about 58 million people working small businesses in the United States and 29 million small businesses. I mean, those numbers are a little stale pre-COVID because we're, we'll have to see what COVID has done, done to those numbers and those people. But as you say, you've got a lot of people that start down this path, but a lot of successful people that have made an incredible commitment um, to their businesses. And, and I think that's where the banking sector needs to support them. You know, I was just interviewed live on a show uh, that's going to be broadcast across the Eastern Seaboard. We hit that issue right on the head, uh, Neil, as far as what the status of small businesses in America. And if you go to the National Federation of Independent Businesses, which I used to be a consultant uh, in the early 2000s, and take a look at the report that they did in 2015. They went all the way back to 2008, pulled it forward to 2015 to say, where are we sitting as far as brick and mortar small business? And the loss at that time was 14 Now, let's fast forward into 2020 with COVID-19. The number that came out about two shows ago from another guest who is very, very savvy in the Republican Party and a lot of arenas in that wreck of the woods, I asked him the same question. Where do you think we sit right now? He said, we could probably double that number. Guys, that's a trend that has got to be stopped. Well, and one of the most important things that you play a role in so much, Frank, is we need to educate the policymakers on the federal, state, and local level and keep pounding them exactly the things Neil said and the things that you said about the importance of small business. This is the backbone of America. This is the small business. This is the guy who has the hardware store. It's the guy who's employing people. It's the farmer who produces food for all of us um, who's worried about losing his farm to a state tax and another thing you know, you know, we've talked about. So those are the issues now. How do we get that education to the policy uh, holders and the policymakers, and that's something you've just played a tremendous role in doing. Well, thank you for saying that. You know, we just had a major event happen in California, right, which is commonly now known as the Gulag, guys, okay? But the bottom line here is that you've got two of the biggest amusement parks leaving California. Disneyland's going to Texas. Knott's Berry Farm's going to Tennessee. You tell me what that's going to do to municipalities' revenues. Wow. (laughs) That's wow. Uh, I'll tell you, many of them are leaving for, from California to Arizona, just so you know. Ernie, let me tell you something. I was around during the last OC bankruptcy. This could make that look like a picnic yeah. in comparison. And if the LA Angels pick up and move somewhere else, you are talking three of the biggest providers of tax revenue to the county of Orange. Where's the county of Orange going to be? Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. right. you know, our, the governor of Arizona, outstanding job, Doug Ducey, uh, has remarked that the best cheerleader for jobs in Arizona is the governor of California. 
<laughs> so, um, so we understand that. We're seeing that in our real estate market, of course, residential. Um, but, you know, we want everybody to succeed. We want California to do well. We want we, us to do well. We want everybody. But it takes this network, really, at community banks, which understand small business. And now with COVID, it's actually, sadly, in some ways, the best time to open a bank because we have excellent businesses that we know. These are people who aren't looking to even expand. They just want to hand up getting back to where they were. And we know those businesses, we know they're successful, which actually keeps our risk low, but gets them funds, capital they need right now as fast as possible. You bet. You know, I watched a movie when I was a kid called Operation Pentecode with Cary Grant, you know, and Tony Curtis. There was a scene in that movie and whatnot where the Japanese were attacking and all of a sudden the commander of that submarine looked around for a supply officer, which was Tony, and said, what happened to Mr. Holden? And the first officer said, I don't know, sir, but in last thing he said to me was in confusion, there is profit. Okay. And that's where we are right now in America. Listen, we're going to be moving towards a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz or Frank Helling live on Voice America Business Network brought to you by now Business Group Resources. Let me tell you something, folks. Do you realize that you can be tipping the IRS? I don't know about you, but I don't want to tip the IRS. More importantly, when's the last time you got a phone call from the IRS saying, hey, guy, you missed a deduction and we owe you money? Are you kidding me? You know, the IRS 1040 claim form is exactly that. You have to file a claim to be able to get back what you've already sent. And let me tell you something. Business Groups Resources is an expert at getting you back an R&D tax credit, wherewithal, profit windfall, going back three years in your taxes, extracting money back out with 6% tax-free interest, coming back to you. So you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. 877-857-6875. Get in touch with them today and find out how much you can get legally. Hey, we're going to be right back in two and two with George and Neil and Ernest, and we're going to be talking about access to capital in the second half on Business Watch, and we're going to bring you right back with more buzz for your business. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T. Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833-THE-LETTER-U-ON-FIRE. That's 833-866-3473. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, 
you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring. Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, Frank Howard, back now live on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and you have the opportunity to call in and mix it up with me and my incredible guests today, Neil and George and Ernest of an incredible banking institution that's about to come up in the city of Scottsdale, Arizona. So you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790 and you can get on Business Watch right now. Well, I'll tell you what, Neil, George, and Ernie, Business Watch is the part of the platform where basically we want to become a little bit more personable with our listening audience by listening to what they have to say. And we have three watchwords, meet, collaborate, and grow. Meet is real simple. I got to like doing business with a person I like doing business with, right? Otherwise, what the heck am I even getting involved here? Because if I don't like you, I sure don't want to do business with you. So we're past that because I think we all like each other. The second one is collaborate which to me is intellectual property. It's the modus operandi. It's the essence. It's the guts of a business. And if you've got intellectual property, I got intellectual property, we got to find the fits, right? The last one, which is most important, we got to find a way to grow together. If there's one thing that we're experiencing right now in the small business community is this adamancy of crutch loans, EIDL, 3PP. Nobody's really focusing on returning businesses to profitability because if we don't get profitable we ain't going to be around would you agree with that george oh absolutely um it's exactly what what you need to do and this has been the struggle is when you have any program how is it getting out to the people that need it how do you implement programs to be successful if there's if their funds are just sitting somewhere uh, on hold and not getting out as fast as possible you fail and we can't afford to fail. We can't afford to fail businesses. And that's why the, the best banks that we've seen in Arizona that have funneled uh, the PPP loans have been community banks because they know their clients. They know how to get with their clients. They know how to talk with them. Uh, they pick up the phone and talk to each other, which is sadly rare when that should be happening everywhere. So we need to get a better handle on that. 
And uh, that's one of the things we plan to do when we hopefully open our doors. You know, Neil, I believe in a word called collaborate. You know, I don't just want to put copy out on this show. I definitely want to transact business. You being a chief executive officer of your world, I'm CEO of Business Buzz and Business Watch. You know, from an aspect of the fact of CEO, I you look at that and say, consider every option. Are you doing that right now with Scottsdale? Yeah. Um, as, as George mentioned, we're, we're not only trying to give a hand up, but you've got to grow the business. And and quite honestly, we're, we're a bank. If we don't grow, then we become irrelevant to the community we serve. We can't serve the small business owners in, in the marketplace. And, and therefore, we're, we're, we're both just basically tailing out. So it's, it's really important for us to step up, be very innovative, um, not only with just, just extension of credit, but the structure of the credit. Um, we're, we're looking to, to, to really um, expand our, our product offerings. Um, you mentioned merchant credit. Um, you know, you, you've, got to, you've got to look at the totality of the relationship and, and you've got to deliver all the products and services that are innovative and help the small business owner deliver their earnings. So I think we're all in, all in this at the same way, the same page. Um, and I think versus the larger banks that are so large, we can be a lot more innovative. We can, we can be a lot more um, responsible um, to our clients and responsive to what their needs are. Let's talk about that for just a second. You know, recently the media released a, a bite on the fact that the top franchisor in McDonald's had a relationship with Bank of America to meet payroll when he didn't have the revenue sitting in his checking account to be able to do so, right? All of a sudden the bank called up and told him he couldn't meet payroll. He picked up the phone and called the secretary of the treasury and said, what the Sam Hill is going on here? You're not resourcing your banks to be able to meet the payroll. And guess what? Bank of America did not have an answer. Let me ask you guys a question. Are those the type of relationships that you would be putting together? Because every small business out there is going to have a shortfall sooner or later. Uh Oh, I asked a question. Now hit dead silence. Deal. Be happy to deal. From, from a community bank, no, we will be certainly responsive. I think the, the, the issue with some of the larger banks is they've got a national marketplace to deal with. They've got unique um, structural cha- challenges that community banks don't have. We, we're, we are located in the valley in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're serving our clients. We understand our marketplace. We understand our clients. We can drive by their offices. We can kick the tires. When, when you're dealing with a a a trillion dollar organization um, that's trying to manage risk and trying to uh, manage their own business across multiple geographical locations. I I think that's, again, one of the major differences of of why we can be very responsive as a community bank. And I say we as Scottsdale Bank, but, but we as community banks, not only in the Arizona marketplace, but around the country. Um, the the 4,900 odd community banks are there to serve the communities and they're often in communities that the very largest banks don't feel they can make a profit in. Uh, obviously, the Arizona Valley is very attractive um, from, from the, the mega bank or large bank perspective. Uh, but there are certain communities out in rural United States that the larger banks just don't want to invest in because they can't make return on. So. Yeah. You know, obviously, Neil, George, and Ernest, uniqueness, you know, distinctiveness, differentiation, those are all important, right? Now we've wrapped that into a word today called branding, right? Branding your brand. 
what is it that's going to set you apart from other offerings out there? What's going to put the spotlight on Scottsdale? You know, it's, it's, really, it's really who we are. It's not just what we say. It's really who we are. And, you know, the hallmarks of our organization are what I call RICE, R-I-C-E. We'll be serving rice, and what that means is responsibility, integrity, communications, and efficiency. And when you have those values that you do everything with, when you're making the right decisions for the right reasons, which we think everybody should do in their lives, um, that's what does it. But then when you can combine the latest fintech technology with true relationship banking and knowing our community and knowing we can adapt to problems or challenges that occur in our community, faster than the big banks and do it with knowledge. Um, that's what makes it stand out. Like I said, it's, you know, every client, every investor has a cell phone number of the president and the chairman and other officers 24 seven. So you need something, you know, we're there, but we have to build trust. We have to earn trust of our clients and our investors. And that's what it's based on is that tr trusting personal relationships. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ernest. Uh, George hasn't told you, but if you call the bank and you get hold of the, uh, the chairman of the bank, and that's George answering the phone, believe it or not. You know, so far that's been my, my experience. I promise you, Neil, I won't call after 9 o'clock, okay? Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, Ty. <laughs> but, by the way, you know, you mentioned the letter a while ago about receiving a letter with a refund. Yes. Uh, and uh, I received one yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, wonderful? because what happened is we sold a bank called Pinnacle Bank to a credit union. And so what I got was a letter for a refund for some of the taxes that were paid that didn't have to be paid. Amazing. You know, I have three watchwords in the show description and really the foundational blocks of this show. One is unity. We heard that one, right, <clears throat> on the 20th of January. Of course, I don't think the guy knows how to spell it, but that's another show. <laughs> Unity, relationship, and the law of proximity, which President Trump, our former president, used to spout that every single day of his waking life when he sat in that White House. And I really believe in all those three aspects. But let me ask you a question. Where do you think we're headed in small business of really achieving those three distinctiveness goals um, well it's at those are very laudable goals and actually they're ones we have to we don't have a choice you you in order to survive you must go towards those goals um i think a lot of it's education i think a lot of it's respect for each other um, i think you um, need to not assume the ends justifies the means in everything you do but that the means of integrity are so important and you have to get rid of hypocrisy um, in the way you handle business, in the way you handle government. Um, you, you need to just talk about things and, and you can stand up for your principles, but you have to do it with respect and trying to get to the same ends. And in banking, that's become so important. Those relationships you've talked about, Frank, that small businesses have amongst themselves, that the NFIB tries to promote, for example. Um, and, and it's those ethics that have to be there first. And that's the culture I think I like to think that we've started with Scottsdale Community Bank that I want everybody to have. Um, and that's personal integrity that has to go to everything else. And that's how you bring unity. That's how you bring discussion. That's how you bring that communication and those those hallmarks of, of rice that I mentioned. I agree. With I want to bring up something. 
Go ahead, Ernie. Putting a guy like you on a backboard will solve a lot of the problems. Are you talking about me? Yeah, you. Oh, my goodness. That would be amazing. Listen, guys, we're moving towards the end of the show. We're moving towards the end of the show, but let me say something to you. First of all, I have relationships that I want to introduce you to. Okay. Voice America is moving towards putting up a Chamber of Commerce network. You have a Chamber of Commerce network in Scottsdale and in Phoenix. I want to put those connects together for you. I'm also in relationship with Save Small Business Coalition, which is a consortium of 200 chambers of commerce spread across 28 states. I'd love to introduce that organization to the Scottsdale uh, Chamber of Commerce. And beyond that, in Mesa, Arizona, there is the biggest B2B networking organization has a robust history called La Tip, who's going to be becoming an advertiser on Business Buzz. You'll see them pop up on on my show right now with a banner ad and also a 30-second spot, which ran today, I would love to introduce you to Kim Marie, the CEO of Latip International, because I guarantee you she has small businesses in Arizona that need money. What do you think about that, guys? We're ready. We're ready, standing able. As soon as we open the doors and get our final charter, which we've got conditional approval, which we're honored to have, we're ready. Plus, we know of Voice of America's presence here in Arizona itself. Outstanding. Great presence, great community. Uh, involve people, and uh, we're honored to be part of that. You guys going to have a grand opening out there in that building? You betcha. <laughs> You're invited. How about how about we cover that for you? Love it. Would be honored to do so. Oh, cool. My media guy that I'm just in the process of doing a JV with, his, you'll, you'll flutter his heart, you know, <laughs> when I send in the playback. Listen, guys, it has been just a genuine pleasure. 30 seconds from each of you. Talk to my small business why they need to get in touch with you. Please come and, and be a part of something that we think is a dynamic bank for a dynamic community. And we're here to help everybody. Um, if, you, if you need services, especially small business, family businesses, family offices, start, tech startups, we want to help be a partner with you in those businesses coming forth and show you how a bank should operate. Um, so we're very excited what we're doing. We've worked for literally 10 years getting this ready. And uh, now we're ready to finally open those doors. And we're, we're honored that the FDIC has given us conditional approval to go forth. And as soon as we finish our capital raise, we plan to be a great part of the community. George, that needs to be in the brochure of South uh, Scottsdale. <laughs> needs to be in the brochure of Scottsdale uh, Bank. I'm sorry, guys, we ran out of time. Neil, George, Ernest, it's been a genuine pleasure. Don't be a stranger to Business Buzz. I'll get the playback out to you as soon as we can. That becomes part of your marketing. Hey, listen, we are so glad that you turned into Business Watch and Business Buzz today. Thank you for being our guest. And if you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us at toll-free, 877-NOW-3-NOW-BUZ, or email us at info at businessbuzz.com. To learn more about the show, visit our website at businessbuzz.com. Well, let me tell you something. You need to go to my show host webpage. You had a 30-second spot today. We got Latip International now as an advertiser on Business Buzz and Business Watch. Shout out to Kim Marie of Latip International. So glad to have you part of the family. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.